On today's episode, Trevor and I talk about the 2023 UKC Hunting Beagle World Championship. You'll enjoy this one. You're listening to the UKC Hunting Ops Podcast, celebrating hunting dog heritage, competition, and community. United Kennel Club has been the hunting dog sports home for coonhounds, beagles, retrievers, pointers, cur feist, and more for over 125 years. This podcast is fueled by Yukonuba, the official performance dog nutrition partner of UKC. Well, good afternoon, Trevor. How are you? Hey, doing really well. How about you? Good, good, good. I'm Alan Gingrich, Director of Hunting Ops. I'm here with Trevor Wade, our Coonhound Programs Manager, but uh, today we're going to change things up again a little bit. going to talk about beagles. Yeah, that's right. I got, got a chance to finally go to uh, the World Hunting Beagle Championship. You know, we've been talking about it for a while, and I was glad to have a chance to go. Had yeah. a blast. Yeah, man. We had we we did the Coonhound World Championship, now the Beagle World Championship, all within a couple of weeks of each other. And both of them are a lot of fun, and it seems... Uh, Probably for me and probably for you too. The Beagle one was probably a little more relaxing for you. Yeah, I think uh, that's something I have told people afterwards. Comparing the two is just a way. I don't know if because I had less responsibility there, but just seemed like the people are more relaxed too a little bit. Yeah, it's different. It's it's there. It's still a big deal, you know. Absolutely, big, but it it is a little different, you know. And, and really for me too, it's I'm doing it a while, but it's the, the two are they're both good, but they're different. But hey, you it really helped. You were a big help putting it on for sure it was fun we had a good team there that weekend and yeah. uh, a lot of good people come through and the host club did great and it just all worked out so i know yeah. we're gonna get into a lot of that here in this but yeah just to well hey let's start with that our team that we took was you and i went and then we also had megan hartness went with us this year the three of us drove out uh you two drove together and i took the trailer and i did the solo <laughs> thing out there but we uh we had to pick up uh, Taylor in uh, Taylor Armstrong in what was it Pittsburgh I think at the airport she came from Shreveport or somewhere I guess. yeah she was in Shreveport Louisiana at the Super Retriever Series Crown they do down there so yeah well hey the one thing I got for you here a, a special deal for you to get you up in a little plane go check everything out <laughs> what what happened there Trevor well you know there just Megan went with me <laughs> there just wasn't enough seats you know <laughs> there wasn't enough seats yeah. Yeah, uh, that was I wasn't. It. <laughs> I wasn't. I was looking for a way to get out. of Heights aren't my specialty. I'll just say that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So that we did. That was one of the first things we did. That uh, what was it? A Wednesday when we drove out there? I yeah, think, it must have been Wednesday, Wednesday evening. Yeah. yeah. So Wednesday we go out there and we meet Randy Workman, one of our field reps there, and he has a buddy that has as uh, as a pilot and has a a plane, a helicopter, and this small plane, and and um, he wanted to. We kind of had it set up for him to take us on a ride or whatever but so yeah you had the opportunity but you kind of chose to just let Megan and I go instead so <laughs> so yeah there were four of us up in that little plane it was kind of it was pretty cool really yeah I think uh Randy uh had put a lot of work him and the host club had put a lot of work in uh kind of getting the area ready for the for the obviously the world championships a huge deal they were manicuring the trails and all that good stuff and you got a chance to go up and see them from above is that right yeah i could you know and it uh you know i've flown a lot obviously but with that little plane we we were a lot lower and you could see a lot of that stuff but it's pretty neat to see that stuff we actually saw we're going to talk about a little bit where we took the final cast what they call spectator hill yeah but that just looked like a little thumbprint <laughs> from where we were at you know yeah. if he wouldn't have pointed it out there's no way i would have known that's what it was yeah you guys got some good pictures and videos, and it, you had everybody thinking that UKC had your own personal yeah, plane for you now. <laughs> know. Yeah, so, but hey, let's start off this. Uh, we've got some interviews with some of the winners, uh, the final cast specifically, and our bench show winner in this episode. But before we get to that, let's uh, talk about a few numbers that we had. Uh, start, just like your Coonhound stuff, we also have qualifiers for the Beagles. We had a total of uh, 38 WQEs only, world qualifying events is what that stands for. Uh, but aside from those 38, we also had the Eliminator East and West that runs in February each year. That is an elimination, full elimination event, uh, but that does also qualify dogs for the World Championship. And that's basically one of the very first ones to get qualified at. Now, it's a little different than, uh, than the rest of the qualifiers, but uh, it does qualify those cast winners. And then the other one is the McVeigh Memorial is uh, works as the last chance qualifier that happens uh, the week after Labor Day each year. And for anybody still wanting to get dogs qualified, uh, 
doesn't have him qualified, that McVeigh Memorial is the opportunity to do so. Both events uh, did qualify quite a few dogs. So uh, uh, this year we had, like I said, 38 WQEs, and that does not count the Eliminator and the McVeigh hunt, but 37 of them were doubleheaders. So they have a hunt in the morning, and, and as long as the dog's not already qualified, they can enter in the second hunt that day. So uh, we had more this last year than we've ever had as far as doubleheaders go. So all but one. Yeah, that makes good sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, and in those double hitters, we had over 1,100 dogs entered in those uh, in those qualifiers, 38 qualifiers. 301 dogs qualified, and that's not counting the eliminator of the McVeigh hunt. Uh, of those of those dogs, 300 even. I think we advertised 296, but we had a couple late stragglers, and and I'll even say uh, we had one. Um, Doggone it, I forget the name of the, the young guy from Virginia whose who's uncle or somebody had an entry in that we did not get. It literally came this week. Yeah. That's just crazy. You know, it, it did finally show up like we expected, you know. But uh, but anyways, yeah, that's too bad there. But anyways, uh, we ended up with 300, exactly 300 even advanced entries for the World Hunt. That's a record 252 before. Kind of blew year. it out of the water. Kind of did. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That's a great number. Yeah, so, you know, before this is the first year with that number, we had to have five rounds, you know, four dogs in a pack. That creates five rounds, and this is the first time ever UKC World Championship was more than four rounds. Yeah, made Saturday a little, I know we'll get to Saturday, it made it a little little busy or kind of like fast-paced and then wait for a while and fast-paced away for a while, but I think the club did a great job getting them in the woods, keeping them close as they could so all the hunters could could make sure to get their hunts in. They did, and they did an excellent job having that set up for that. Matter of fact, uh, just two rounds on Friday, but Saturday we were done with three rounds uh, by 6 o'clock. Yeah. Everybody was back in the third round already, and it, uh, it really worked out pretty well. But, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so obviously 256 dogs, you know, crunch numbers, that comes out to uh, 64 casts, which would create four rounds with 64 full casts, but we had more than 256, so... Uh, but the, yeah, like you mentioned that we had another, had to have another round, put that in the middle, uh, middle of the day on Saturday. Uh, but, uh, <clears throat> yeah, but before we go further with that, you know, we, we talked about going up there to Waynesburg, uh, and did that little flight thing we set up on Thursday or Wednesday, Thursday, I guess it was Thursday when we kind of set up then Wednesday, most of it was Wednesday, but Thursday night, first thing, first big thing is check in and. And dinner and that's kind of cool how that all comes about huh? yeah it was it was fun doing the check-in you know the reps handled most of the check-in and measuring dogs and all that good stuff and we kind of just got to hang out and kind of talk to people and socialize with people yeah. for a little while as far as you know me and megan and taylor goes and then the dinner the dinner was great uh, so many options the food was great it was yeah. a fun fun evening Get just uh, real laid back and, and socializing with everybody and catching up with everybody and it was just a great atmosphere yeah I didn't count how many entries we got checked in on that first night, but we got the majority of them checked in already. That makes it nice for the next morning. Don't have as many to check in, you know, but absolutely. So, yeah. So, um, a hundred, it was exactly 160 that hunted in round one a. So we split round one, we have an a round and a B round. So if I'm handling two dogs, I have two dogs in it. I can hunt one, enter one in a in the morning and the other one in the afternoon hunt. So we have an A and a B. 160 dogs even is what we actually hunted in round 1A. So that's all four dog casts there. And then in round B, uh, again, all four dogs cast away. It turned out 140. So, uh, 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 so yeah, grand total of 70 casts in A and B. Uh, in round A on Friday morning, we did have three casts that did not have a plus point cast winner. Now, the rules are such for uh, several events, including the World Championship, that you're not required to have plus points to advance, but there were three casts that had a score of zero, didn't, didn't have minus, but had a score of zero. But uh, nevertheless, they still advanced. And then in uh, round B in the afternoon on Friday, we also, in round one, we also had three casts with uh, uh, no plus for their winner. But again, uh, advance those dogs anyway. But that's not bad. 70 casts, you know, total of six that came back that didn't have plus points. But uh, you can't beat that. I no, think you anytime you're putting that many dogs in the woods, there's a lot of variables, you know, sure. a lot of people talking about how dry it was. And it was a little, I think they had kind of had a little bit of a cold spell, but it was pretty hot when we were there those first couple of days. It was, it was really hot. Matter of fact, it was almost unseasonably hot, but then it cooled off. It, just, it was just yeah. the opposite as the weekend progressed, you know? So. Yeah, I think anytime the, the temperature fluctuates so much, it kind of causes the game to kind of maybe not stir as much as usual. Yeah. And probably, probably yeah. 
but still, uh, you're going to get into some of the scores here. It looks like it was a great day, really. Yeah, it was. In most know, sense. In the morning, the high score was 855, and that was, uh, ironically, that was last year's world champion, uh, the Tika dog, Eat him Up Tika, had uh, 855 for a high score in the morning. Uh, but the average score ended up for that first round was 260. So that's not bad, really, for the first for, – and we're talking about 40 casts. You know, yeah. So. Yeah, and then in the afternoon, the high score was 660 with an average score at 270-plus, just kind of going through some of the scorecards is kind of what it came up with. But an overall average score of uh, about 265 is what it amounted to for that first Friday. So that's not really that great, you know, but it's not bad either yep. if, when you're talking averages. Yeah, when you're putting that many dogs in the woods, you got to think uh, this is the biggest hunt you get, you've ever had. They probably yeah. had to stretch it out yeah. a little further than they wanted to, maybe use some guides they wouldn't have used yeah. under normal circumstances. Well, and that's true, you know, and the other thing with a full elimination, you're just trying to win the cast and move Absolutely. on. It's not, you know, the score means nothing, really. Just move on, you know. So you hunt a little differently maybe than sure you might you if, if you're trying to, you know, get a decent score. You might pick dogs up a little quicker and move elsewhere, you know, and things like that. But No, that's that's pretty good. So, yeah, Friday was a, a good day there, Friday. And then uh, the middle between the two uh, hunts, A and B, we actually is when we have our bench show. So uh, uh, the eligibility requirements for that is a, a little different than most of our other segments, whereas a dog has to either be entered in this world championship or have a minimum of two cast wins on its record in order to be eligible for the world show. So that's different. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, so most of the dogs that you saw in the show, we had an entry of 39, which was, since I've been here, that's the biggest entry we've had since I've been involved with it again. Uh, I didn't go back to see what our biggest entry is ever that may be very close if it's not but uh uh but mo the one thing is different most of those dogs were dogs that were actually in the world hunt as well kind of cool absolutely yeah so we had uh, uh kind of a familiar uh face and a name at least to me and and you probably know a man alexander from homer city pennsylvania is kind of a good fit for her to come over and judge the show and um she did she does a great job she's she's been around dogs and hounds all her life you know and and has shown a lot judged a lot and and she gave all the all, all the dogs a good look was very efficient and uh and chose her winners in a decisive manner you know you could tell when she was uh, when she was done she'd made up her mind didn't waste much time uh yeah. standing there and looking around you know and contemplating she made her went through the dogs and made her decision did a nice job yeah, obviously Amanda Alexander, she did Autumn Oaks for us a couple of years ago, which is yeah. a ton of dogs. And uh, she had high, obviously high regards in the Coonhound world as well. And uh, yeah. you go through the historical list, she's won a bunch. You yeah. go through the world championship list, Autumn Oaks list, all that stuff. And uh, you can tell she knows what yeah. she's doing. So this is the second time now that she's judged our Beagle World Championship. But yeah, I sure, certainly appreciated her coming over. And so thank you, Amanda, for that. Nice job. So like I mentioned, uh, 39 were entered in the show there, and uh, our uh, opposite sex winner was a young lady, Brogan Sampson from West Virginia, uh, had a dog named uh, Stone Creek Chambers Bruce that's owned with her dad and, and, and Brogan. I don't know how old Brogan is. She's uh, very involved in sports and things like that. I think she plays softball or something like fast oh, pitch softball, yeah. I think. Uh, but uh, just a nice young lady, and I know she had this dog at the Nationals in the spring, and... Uh, she mentioned after the show, I, I kind of I congratulated her and everything and told her her dog did a nice job, and she did a nice job with it. But she said she's got him working better. So she something that happened at, that he did at the Nationals mm. that she kind of fixed here for this, she said she really worked with him. So she was happy with the way he performed. And wins uh, opposite sex. Nice yeah. little dog, male dog. Great accomplishment for somebody already. And yeah. to, to hear so, uh, somebody, just a teenager that – is already, you know, figuring out what their weak points are in their dog and working on that specifically. That just shows you probably got a bright future in this. Yeah. And, and recognizing that, you know, like from the Nationals, that the dog needed some work. And, yeah. and then to have it come together for her like that, that's awesome. Yeah. Good for her. But our big winner, world champion, was a dog named No Cures Angel, owned by Mike Higby from Missouri. Mike's, uh, you saw that dog at the Nationals as well, and it's a dog that he hunts. She's a hunting beagle champion. Yeah, I think is is only a couple wins, cast wins shy of being a grand hunting beagle champion, but uh, uh, just a nice little dog. Yeah. You know, I could see when that dog first came into the ring the first time in the uh, in her class there or whatever. The dog just seemed happy and just yeah. just seemed like you know what that dog's here to win. Yeah, I was going to say not only does it look good confirmation wise and the way it moves on the ground, but uh, it's. 
personality and the confidence it has in the ring. It's just having a good time out there, and you could tell. Yeah. Like, dog was in our clash of champions this last week. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So this dogs are here again. Another hunting dog represents the hunting beagle very well. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah. So hey, our first interview. Uh, I did interview Mike Higby after that. So let's just get right there to it. And uh, here's Mike and I talking about his win. No cures, angel maker, world champion. Yes, sir. <laughs> How about that, Mike? It uh, it feels good. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while for a win, and and to uh, to come in and beat some dogs like I beat yesterday. It's it some feels nice good. dogs in the show and, too yesterday, and some amazing prizes that went with us too. So yeah, you know, I I saw when she came in the first class when she first came in the ring that first ten feet. I thought that dog's looking like it's here to show. She 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 loves it. She loves every bit about it. Yeah. That's, it's all about her. Yeah. Well, let's talk about her. Where, <laughs> where does she come from? What's. So, so she, I, she was born and raised on my farm and, um, she's out of 30 years of beagles. Um, she's got a little bit of loco go red in her. It goes back on to some mystery man, um, back into the Alibaba stuff, you yeah. know, from, from I guess Franco I didn't realize stuff. that. Yeah. Um, she's not from a show dog line, but um, but her sire is 100% non-rabbit running dog. He will not run a rabbit. He refuses to run a rabbit his whole entire life. And every single puppy out of him like her is a firecracker. Really? She's not just a show dog. Mm. She is a running dog and, and comes from a, a line of uh, fast, hard hunting rabbit dogs, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, I was going to, uh, since you're talking about that, I was going to ask you about that. You know, it's most of the dogs we see in our hunting beagle shows, they are hunting dogs first. You yes. know, obviously she, she's a hunting beagle champion. She, yes, she lacks, I believe, one win of being a grand. Yeah. She was in the Clash of Champions so, finals last she year. She was number yeah. three in our region, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Made the, made the finals too, so. Yeah, and you've put her in a bunch of shows, as, as you should, a nice-looking hound like that. She's uh, won the McVeigh now. Um, Last month, she's yep. won the world. She's won the Eliminator twice, the Missouri State Hunt, and um, we're going to try for the, the all five of the big ones, the NHBA next, and, yeah. and I'm back to nationals next year. With yeah. What do you do? You hunt her regularly too, or I, mostly big hunts? Yeah. I, all of her wins, even with the with the clash last year, all came from big hunts. Really? They came from hunting against yeah. the best dogs, not the little bitty hunts, yeah. whether it's three or four dogs or ten dogs. It came from the big hunts. Yeah. So if you're going to a lot of the big hunts, that's you're in Missouri, so that means you're doing a bunch of traveling. Does she travel Wait, well and she, hunt good in different? I, actually, she has been a car sick dog from the time she was a puppy. Really, you pick her up to put her in the dog box, and she just start drooling. And these last four long trips here to Pennsylvania and Ohio, they've kind yeah. of getting her used to it now. Yeah. She's finally coming out of it, but she's two and a half years old now. And yeah. And uh, to wait two years to even start getting yeah. over being car sick. So, but, she, yeah, she didn't travel well. Yeah, she was she was here in the show last year, too. And yes. looked, looked good last year, yes. too. But uh, She's toned now, though. Yeah, yeah. And she, she showed well yesterday. And I could tell the judge was really liking her already from the get-go. I could just kind of tell that, uh, I think, from the ground, walking right into the into the uh, show ring already yesterday. But um, what is it as and you've you've shown a lot of dogs throughout your time but what does it feel like when you are so you've won your first class now you're in the final class and uh what does it feel like as a handler when you're up there there's only two dogs left anymore and one's going to be the world show champion the other one's going to be the opposite sex. what is that feeling as a handler does it do you think uh, about that it's just it was so nerve-wracking it felt like my heart was in my throat I mean, I could really? literally feel my heart in my throat. It's just <laughs> to to get to that. I mean, it just and I've been close, and then you're just you know, it's just yeah. the judge likes the other dog. Something just wasn't you know, yeah. and lean more that way. And yesterday, it was I was very um, just sickening feeling, but just so excited. Yeah. And then the when she picked my dog, it just that's when. That's when the emotions flow there. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, and then what was up? The other thing I wanted to ask you about is she, Angel started barking, boohooing a little bit there <laughs> during the, during that last class. Is that something she, she does? She sometimes? saw a German Shepherd there. And I guess oh, um, she's had some uh, coyote encounters. 
Oh. And I'm every time she sees that German Shepherd out there, she barks like that. So that's what she was barking yes, at. Yes, yes. She was barking at that German Shepherd. And I was like, <laughs> oh my goodness, what's going on here? But um, yeah, I was, uh, it, I knew the judge had already made up her mind, so I wasn't as worried about it. But, mm. um, but she, yeah, she put on a show and then she jumped down all the benches going from one bench to the next. I saw that. When everybody, you put it, yeah. uh, everybody kind of got a kick out of that yeah. too. She, she likes to. Likes to put on. She's a kind show. of an yeah, kind of an attention getter. Yeah, she is. is. Yeah. She is, and everybody looks at her when she yeah. goes by, and it just it just makes you feel good. Yeah, makes you feel good. Yeah. Well, hey, not taking anything away of her uh, of her looks, I guess, but in, when she's out hunting and stuff, what is it about her that you like in the field? She is a track dog. <clears throat> she um she puts that that track right between her um feet and she runs a rabbit like it's supposed to be ran yeah. and i've been doing beagles for 30 years now and um that's that's came back more important to me that a track dog like that than the speed and drive you know yeah. just running hard and, yeah. and she's got the speed she's got the drive but she's got the line control and yeah. it just everything she does she does right in my yeah. book are you uh what are you, what are you planning you got any big plans for you probably going to breed her at some point um once I win the, the big five shows and um yeah. and she's finished out, yeah, I, I plan on breeding her. Yeah. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna breed her to a show dog. I'm gonna breed her to a all around dog. Yeah. I, I want something that's gonna hunt and show yeah. and and just get more of them out there. I want yeah. I want the uh the uh, standard yeah brought up a little yeah. bit. Well, you did mention the prize package it was pretty good yesterday. It had it a was. brand new dog box. What was a hundred twenty five dollar gift certificate? Get a jacket with that. Um, pretty nice trophy. Ukanuba dog food. A bag yep, of yep, dog and food. Uh, big trophy from NHBA. You got the world trophy. Yeah. That that thing's pretty heavy. It, it is. Be it uh, is. good to see that have that one sitting in um, your house from. The the guys you got a good place the, for it. They have it in the back seat right now with licorice sticking out of the cup. <laughs> <laughs> So, but yeah, I've got, um, I've got my, um, my beagle barn, I call it. It's uh, my kennel house. It's all set up with all my stuff. Um, mm -hmm. I got a poster from the clash in there and, um, just, uh, my trophies are all in there and I tease my wife. She's, um, she's five foot as well. And I got three, five foot trophies now and <laughs> she's my fourth. So I've got four or five foot trophies at home there you and, go. and, uh, she won't take a picture with them though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Mike, I don't want to hold you up any longer, good. but uh, always good to see you here and bringing a nice dog like that to uh, to our events. And congratulations! World, I appreciate it. Very world much, champion. Alan. I appreciate it. Thank you. So there you have it. You can, as you can tell, Mike was just super tickled about that. You know that uh, he's always had some nice uh, dogs and dogs in the show and and hunting dogs as well. You know, but he was just tickled and 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 I was tickled for him. We all were. Yeah. Well-deserved. Well Congratulations, deserved. Mike. Yep, absolutely. All right, so let's move on to Saturday morning. Now we got, uh, we've got the first day out of the way, and we've got uh, three rounds coming up on Saturday. So now we had 70 casts, and we've got, we're moving on uh, 70 dogs in the, in the next go-around. Put them all in 18 casts. Um, so in that round, Saturday morning, our high score was 405. So nothing to, you know, it, not a bad score, but nothing crazy high or anything like that. But uh, had two scores of zero. Uh, otherwise, the average score was 230 for Saturday morning. Uh, 18 dogs advanced out of on Saturday morning. Wet, cold morning. It was it uh, was rainy, it was. but uh, we you you came up with the idea to give them all Ziploc bags with their cards. I think that helped them out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so we kind of had looked at the weather and what it was supposed to do. We were kind of prepared for those gallon. I think we had what those gallon Ziploc bags. Yeah, kind of worked out. Right? I think yeah. it worked out good. I think a lot of them used them actually. Yep. Yeah, so round three, middle of the day. Now we've got 18 dogs moving on. We put those in six casts, and that's kind of to make sure we have more than just two dogs in the finals. And really, uh, putting dogs' heads up just is not ideal. But we could not, with the way the numbers were, we couldn't get away from it. You know, to begin with, we, we, had, uh, we had quite a few dogs that were no-shows in the first round. You know, so if we had had uh, really expected to have, you know, not to have heads up, cast any times but we did have quite a few no-shows as it turned out so no couldn't get away from it so yeah middle of the day 18 dogs put them in six three dog casts uh trying to give us uh, six dogs to advance so all three dog casts there so uh, there we started using non-hunting judges then and, and i want to uh, shout out to some of those judges that helped us there jason vandergrift alan newby kevin weaver brian mudgett Braden neely and donnie ant 
uh, judge those six casts there for us. Non-hunting judges at that point then. Uh, the score in that round was 405 for a high score. Uh, you know what? I had it in my notes here, the same line there, so I can't speak on that. I think I copied that, and, and that's probably not accurate, so I better not say that. But anyways, uh, uh, six dogs advanced there to the late afternoon round on Saturday. Yeah. I'll, I'll just want to step in and say kudos to your hunting beagle uh, guys and gals. After they lose, they don't tuck tail and head home. They're still – they stick around – they're always seeing who's advancing, congratulating. There's whenever you're calling casts, they're all in there and give them a round of applause. And you, you use six uh, judges here midday Saturday. You probably could have got ten or twelve. Really, yep. there was enough people there willing to to volunteer their time, and that that says a lot about the program and the people inside of it. In my opinion, it does. You know, I'm glad you actually brought that up. We kind of take that for granted a little bit, you know. But the hunting beagle guys are very good about that, sticking around like that and helping. You know, sometimes a lot of these same guys. Uh, have already been they were those guys you know that uh that were in the hunt and other people stepped up and and, and stayed and helped judge and i'm very good about that and uh yeah yeah i'm glad you brought that up uh so moving on to the uh late hunt uh saturday in the fourth round actually so six dogs now going heads up uh, meaning you know two dogs in a cast there again non-hunting judges and this time we use two on each cast not like you need them really we had them there and we just put two cat two judges on them in case they get splits and Yada, yada. But Eric Ant, Jake Cumberledge, they paired up on one cast. Randy Workman and Garrett Cunningham. Garrett's just one of the younger guys from Missouri who came out there, and, and he's a good example. I think we talked about it at the Kunal World. I love when we have young guys coming up that are that are good at judging, you know, and have been doing it for a good while, and there's a good example of, of, of a young guy like his good with the rules and everything good glad to use him in a position like that absolutely yeah and uh, jeff davis and carl miller they paired up on those uh three casts so uh there the uh, high score was uh 320 plus uh for a high score in that uh heads up uh three cast deal in the evening average score 160 but that was you know what that was the lowest average of the weekend there so saturday evening i don't know, you know? Yeah, two dogs is that yep. maybe that's I don't know. You know, that here again, the club did a great job. They had them all within 10 minutes of the club, yeah. those three casts. And really, when they came back, Kristen Bunny was the first one back as a cast winner with Krupper, and she was back at uh, 533 already. You were the hunt director, so uh, we, I want to get into that a little bit. Uh, but uh, that's, what I, that's what you noted on her. It was the first one back, 537. The second one was back in 553 for the third one, so all within a half hour there. They all hunted within 10 minutes of the club. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. When we rolled in there, you know, early Saturday morning, it's way before daylight, and I was thinking it's going to be a long day today. But actually, like you like you said earlier, the shorter than Friday here. So Yeah, that's why I put those times on there. We yeah. were there till I don't know, 8, 9 o'clock on Friday night yeah. uh, waiting on everybody. But here, this is an early night. Three rounds is still an early night. So, yeah. Alan, we both had Daltra Pathfinder 2s now for a little while. What do you think about yours? I'm liking mine. One of the things I had the opportunity to now download a map of an area where I did not have service, and I've used it there, and it has worked flawlessly. I love it. Yeah, I love the crystal clear maps. I love that I never lose reception on my dog's collars anymore. Highly recommended by me as well. Daltra Pathfinder 2, the official GPS collar of UKC. So yeah, Kristen Bundy was the first one in with a dog. She calls her dog Bad Company. And our last episode, uh, we talked, we did a thing on the Hall of Fame dog, mm -hmm. and her dog uh, uh, Flame was the very first uh, Hall of Fame dog in UKC. This is actually a Bad Company. She calls him Cooper. It's actually a pup off of Flame. So how cool is that for somebody? Uh, yeah. You know, if you listen to Kristen's story, and if you didn't, uh, go back and listen to that. Yeah, episode. that was some good, uh, good interviews. Yeah, yeah. So she was the first one back, and then after that was Dusty Irwin was hunting a dog for Brian Hartram out of Ohio, a uh, little female named Gigi. Uh, so Dusty, he'd, uh, he's the second guy back in. He's got his cast one. And then uh, soon after that, Chad Smith from West Virginia, uh, he comes back with Go, Bo, Go as a cast winner. So those three dogs won their cast. And uh, so right after that, you know, obviously uh, now these three dogs generally in all world past world championships that would have been it you know though that those dogs would have been the winner you know that's the fourth round winner you know but these three go back out and uh, 
but anyway, so uh, we sat down and did an interview with him. So I'll, we're going to get right to that, I guess. We'll have uh, the first one I sat down with was uh, Kristen Bundy talking about uh, Cooper. Kristen, what have you done? Made it to the finals of the world hunt. <laughs> <laughs> have you, uh, you just got back from your semifinal cast. Yes, uh, sir. What was that ride like coming back? Uh, I'm, I'm a mixed emotions right now. I'm, I don't know if I want to laugh, cry, throw up. I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a lot of different places. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about what got you here. Cooper. Yes, sir. Calling him uh, Grand Hunting Beagle Champion, Deep River Bad Company. Where does, where does Cooper come from? Well, when he was a baby, uh, he was always baby Cooper. We called him Cooper. He just started calling him Cooper when he was a baby. And uh, then I was riding around. We we like to talk about songs a lot. Me and Josie riding a truck together a lot, going to hunt. So we talk about music a lot. And uh, we name dogs after songs sometimes. So I named him after his song, Bad Company, uh, oh, by yeah. Five Finger Death Punch. And I was like, Cooper, Bad Company, close enough. So I, that's that's just how he got his name. I thought it was cool. So yeah, wow. still not yet three years old. So let's uh, let's back up. How did you how did you get Cooper? Where's he come from? Uh, Cooper's out of uh, my flame dog, um, which is you know Grand Hunt and Beagle Champion Hall of Fame, uh, Deep River Firewater Blue Flame, and uh, Grand Hunt and Beagle Champion uh, Stacy's Mountain Outlaw Diesel. And we bred him uh, at the house. Uh, he he I raised him from a puppy. Yeah, he was he was my pick. Him and his sister, they were my two picks. Yeah, so we're gonna hear a little bit about Flame on, the, on another podcast soon. She's a Hall of Fame dog. Yes, sir. And was probably one of your all time favorites that you talked about. Absolutely. And now you've got Cooper, and you're in the finals of the world. That's just gotta be. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Crazy. It's pretty awesome. I mean, you, you talk about always wanting them to be better than their parents, yeah. and she she never made it this far in the world. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm just tickled to death. <laughs> yeah. So let's uh, start here at the World Hunt. So this year, five rounds. You know, no, every world champion up to this point had would have won this hunt if, by this round. Yes. Okay, it's going to be one extra round. The dog's got to go one extra round. First of all, how's he holding up? He's he's still doing good. He's tired. You can yeah. you can tell it's wearing on him. Um, his eyes bothering him a little bit, and yeah. he's got a cut on his pad. But he's just so tough. I mean, I, I don't think I could have asked for him to be any tougher. Yeah. He's he's not been on the clock at all the whole yeah. way through. He stayed busy, and he jumped the only rabbit we ran in the last cast. So yeah. can't, can't ask for more than that. Yeah. So let's back up here uh, starting at the World Hunt. Anything stand out to any of the casts? How were your first round casts? Well, the Friday. first the first round I was I was going through a lot. We had uh, we had some a landowner issue, and we we thought that he might have gotten into something that he wasn't supposed to get into. And then you know I was to the point where I was about to take him to the vet, not sure if he was sick, you know. Yeah. But he ended up being okay. It wasn't wasn't true or whatever didn't happen. But um, he he just he jumped every rabbit on the cast. He every rabbit we ran, he jumped it, and then he was consistent on the lines and. That's what it took to win. Uh, we've had I've had great cast all weekend. I've had wonderful people to hunt with. Yeah. But he's just been striking machine this weekend. He's that's been, man. That's that's you, if you have that, that's hard to beat. Yeah, if you have a dog that gets out there and hunting and grubs up those those rabbits, man. That's a that's a usually a tough dog. Absolutely, it's been a tough weekend. I think as far as like jumping rabbits, they've really had to get in there and, and dig for them, and, yeah. and that's really where I think he shines is when that's, he's got to go find them. I was going to ask you, yeah. So that's what do you like most about him? Uh, he's how does he win? He's grubby. I mean, he he's like a lot like his mom. You know, they would go and, and Diesel too. They're they're always hunting, always looking consistently and constantly looking for a rabbit. And and he's so grubby, and he know he's almost like he knows where to find them. You know, he's gonna go to where he thinks they are, and and that's that's what I like about him is that that he does do that. Yeah. And he's pretty consistent on lines. He's a yeah. good. He's a pretty good track dog. He's he likes to get up there and push with them, but he's not gonna do nothing crazy. And, yeah. and that's been what's won it for him all weekend. Yeah. So let's tell our listeners a little bit. Who is Kristen Bundy? What do you do uh, when you're not hunting? What do you do? Well, uh, that's not a lot, uh, but I do. Uh, I'm a school teacher. Uh, I, I teach agriculture and FFA and uh, uh, at North Davidson High School in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. um, I I like to run dogs and hunt about anything. I run dogs with my grandpa with Jeff and Davis and all this. I mean, that's that's pretty much all we do is run dogs all the time. But have you done that? Have you always done that as till, a kid? Up or until what? I I started when I was like 15. Uh, I started hunting at the club with them, um, and it just, you know, I just fell in love with it. I love everything about it. Yeah, I, I, the dog work is what's the most important thing to me. Get to go see a good dog work, that's yeah. that's 
what I love. What part of hunting do you like the best? Is it the competition part? Is it just the running? Is it rabbit hunting? Is it what, what uh, part of it do you like the best? I like to you, rabbit hunt the best. If you, you can ask me any day of the week, it, it's always going to be I love to rabbit hunt. And I like the camaraderie that goes with it because we're all just out there having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love competition. I'm, I'm, I'm extremely competitive, but I try to keep my head on my shoulders about it. Um, but I like going and seeing good dogs work. And when you get to this level, you know, you're consistently drawing good dogs. And this has just been so much fun to see good dog work all weekend. I mean, I've not had a bad cast where I thought any of the dogs were out of it at any point. You know, uh, um, I love watching good dogs run. That's that's the best part for me. Yeah. So I don't I, I can't. And, and also not to stigmatize here or anything, but you're also a woman. We have very we have several women that are competing, you know, but how does you kind of you kind of. Uh, you've kind of held that banner for a good while. I, there's a lot of there's a lot of ladies that look up to you. I I don't know. I, and especially young girls. Yeah, I, I I love. I mean, I I love the sport, and and I got into it. Obviously, it was predominantly male sport, and it seems like it's grown since I've been in it. A whole lot more women do it, uh, or in there here. And then I know I have Victoria who hunts with me, and and Josie, and you know we're we're pretty hardcore. You know, yeah. we're we're pretty competitive yeah. with each other. We yeah. have a good time. We gun hunt hard. So I, I mean, I, I would say any any woman that wants to get into this should absolutely get into this because it's just it's it's just so much fun. Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. Well, hey, enjoy the rest of your evening. Tomorrow morning we're gonna go out there and we're gonna see what happens. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, first, second, or third is what's left. Uh, what's left here. Uh, but congratulations again, Thank you. and good luck. And uh, man, a young dog like this, man, it's just. The world's ahead of him. Still. Yes, yes, sir. I'm, I'm kind of like bummed at the same time that he's gotten this far because I'm like, what if he wins this? Like, he's only two. <laughs> his career will be really short. Um, but I mean, he's just had a heck of a year. This is, if you count the cast wins that he's had this weekend, um, I believe he's at like 21 cast wins this year. Um, if you count everyone he's had this year or this weekend. So, I mean, dang, this is his first year trialing. He started trialing back in March. He, he had to have his tail docked when we gun hunted because we gun hunted real hard. And about six, seven inches of his tail got so raw it got infected. Mm-hmm. I took his tail off, and then I broke him out in March at a state hunt just out of curiosity to see how he done. And the dude was like, let me show you what I'm capable of, Mom. Like, I, I can win. And I've not looked back. I mean, he's been the only dog I've hunted all year pretty much. What do you think it would what it would – what would it mean to you to win this hunt? Uh, the world. That's uh, – I mean, this has been my goal. I, my, I started out – and I'll tell, I tell anybody that asked me this, when I first started when I was 15, my goal was to always have one of those brown coats that everybody wore around with their dog's name on the back of it. I always yeah. just wanted one of those coats. Well, now I've got the coats, and I'm like, okay, next step is to grand a dog. So I granded two dogs, and he's the fourth dog I've ever made grand in my kennel. Um, and he uh, it, now the goal is to win a big five. That's that's where I'm at. I, I want to win a big five hunt. So how do you think you're gonna sleep tonight? Not. I, I don't think I am. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I am. I'm. I'm. I don't even think it's set in yet. Yeah. Like I think I'm still like in shock. I've got a lot of adrenaline going yeah. on right now. Well, hey, you're in the moment and enjoy it. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. So uh, good. Uh, good job with Kristen. Obviously, she was super excited, stoked, and. And just uh she is a she is okay she is a a lady out has been doing it for a long time and hunts hard knows what she's doing she is as good as any of the guys out there <laughs> just say that and just a great representative of the sport as well sure and for any of the younger girls coming up or whatever great role model to look up to she's competitive but you as long as she's been doing it find me one time where anybody has anything bad to say about Kristen Bundy or how you might not always agree with the way something is scored, but find me somebody that she somehow uh, didn't treat right or didn't judge uh, what she thought was right. You know, and just a great, a good role model, for sure. And and we're lucky to have folks like Kristen in the sport, for sure. So, yeah, uh, so she's moving on. My next one I sat down with was Dusty Irwin. Uh, he's handling this dog for Brian Hartram and, uh, uh, a, a big guy, you know, <laughs> a big guy with what I'd say probably when it all comes down to it, uh, loves the sport. And, uh, like, uh, like most people, you got also got a big heart or maybe sometimes kind of a soft heart, but here you could tell this really meant a whole lot to Dustin. Here he is, uh, talking about, uh, Gigi. 
Well, Dusty, here we are, Saturday night. You're still undefeated with uh, Little Italy's Gigi. What are your thoughts? Hopefully she can take it all the way. <laughs> Hopefully she keeps hunting and does what she needs to do. Yeah. So you're out in the semifinals, all heads up, six dogs in the semifinals running heads up. What was the hunt like? What? How, how'd that hunt go? Uh, hunting against Keaton was nice. I mean, he was a very Keaton good Keaton Hamburger. Yep. Yep. Very good sportsman. We had no arguments. It was nice. I mean, she just did her job and kept her mouth shut and did what she had to do. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this little two-years-old, two-year-old female. Uh, Brian Hertram owns her, yep. buddy of yours, back in Nashport, Ohio. How is how's come are you handling the dog? Have you handled her before or just this uh, hunt or what? I handled her in the McVeigh hunt. Okay. And uh, we did all right there. Um, he gave me he gave me enough trust to bring her down here. I think yeah. he cried a little bit when I left with her, but <laughs> he had enough trust in me and yeah. hopefully I'm doing a good enough job for her. Well, him. I'd say so far you you yeah. you've uh you're you're heading to the bank right now. Yeah, hopefully she takes it all the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh what what is she out of? You know? uh, to be honest with you, I know the top dog is, um, I think, the Reeve dog that goes back to John Ng stuff. Okay. And then the female is Jerry Scotland's. But yeah. What is it? What do you? What is it you like about the dog? What What makes her win? Uh, she stays busy, and she usually don't bark off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She'll go jump you a rabbit. Yeah. So, let's talk about your hunts a little bit uh, this week. So, Friday, did you hunt in the morning or in the afternoon? I hunted in the second round, the B round. In the B round, yeah. And so, how, how, those, how have your hunts been so far? Um, It's been spotty. The tracking's been rough. Yeah. Um, what helped me was she'd get in there deep enough to get a rabbit up and yeah. here we are. Yeah. <laughs> so four rounds of it, man, this is a tough world championship. You know, in this, in this spot, usually after four rounds, we have a world champion, not this year, had too many dogs, you know, or more, we had enough dogs to make five rounds. So it's gonna, it's another, how's she holding up? Well, we ain't had much running in every cast. I mean, it's been kind of sluggish. I mean, yeah. But right now she's doing good. Yeah, not, not bothering her. No, not bothering. Still pulling yeah. at the lead strap, ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> so you are in the semifinals. You win this cast. You scored two fifty here in the in the. Looks like you uh, scored on a couple lines there. Uh, you win the cast and you've got it nailed down. You're riding back to the clubhouse. What does a handler think about coming back? What are, what's running through your head? Um, excite, excitement. Yeah, a lot of happiness. I mean, yeah. a little sadness too. You know. Yeah. Uh, I'm just glad that Brian Hartram gave me enough trust to bring her down here yeah. and get me in this situation. Yeah. Well, Dusty, I know you and your dad's out here, too. Vernon uh, yeah. Shearer's out here. You've probably got a good support cast out here and, and a cheering section for you. But uh, And I know you're, you're a dog man, and, and this isn't the first time you've been in the finals of a big hunt, you know. But, uh, hey, congratulations, man, and good luck to you in the finals. Hey, I appreciate it, Alan. Keep doing what you're doing and keeping everything going good. Yeah, there you go. So the last person to come in, I mentioned, was Chad Smith. And as soon as you got uh, his scorecard uh, taken care of, Trevor, we, I uh, took him in around the back to the podcast table, and he and I sat down. We talked about go, bo, go. <laughs> so here's Chad and I. Well, Chad, here we are. What was your trip like from the semifinals back here to the headquarters, knowing you're going to be in the finals tomorrow morning? No, oh, it was overwhelmed, you know. It's <laughs> something you ever always dream of. Yeah. Well, you, you've never be a first time in the finals for you, right? At the world, yes. Yeah. So, uh, and I think that's the case for the other two that you're going to be competing against, Kristen Bundy with the Bad Company and Dusty Irwin with the uh, with the Gigi female. But uh, I asked them the same question. And uh, uh, but yeah, so tell us a little bit. Let's start with uh, Go Bo Go, four year old. Tell us about him. What's he out of? He's out of uh, White River Bell and an old dog, old Maggie dog we had. Her name was Maggie May. Seen her as Maggie May. Yeah. We had the litter, and he was one of the last pups we had left. And Dad and I sold him to a local guy that has some gun dogs. And, <clears throat> you know, and this guy's a big-time bear hunter. Well, he had them, started them, running rabbits, and uh, bear season rolled around, and this dog – kind of got put on the back burner and my dad ran into this guy and he said hey i'm not really running him do you and chad want him back so we took him back he was roughly a year to year and a half old got him back and i've had him since then so yeah so he we raised him sold him got him back and had him you know what i mean ever yeah. since well here, here in the last good number of years you guys have had a bunch of good dogs and always seem to have competitive dogs and always in the hunt with your dogs that you bring but uh pedro he's another one went deep here in the world hunt in the top 10 here so you've had a really good week here at the world hunt but what uh what is it uh 
that you like about uh, Bo here? Bo, is that what you call him, Bo? Yes, I yeah. yes, I call him Bo. And on a side note, him and Pedro are litter mates. Oh, they are litter mates. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, Bo's just—he's a good, steady dog. There's—he doesn't really stand out in one aspect. He, yeah. decent hunter. I'm not gonna—you know—I'm always say he's great on everything. You know, decent hunter, decent foot, decent track work. You yeah. Know, just. It's consistent. Yeah. So let's talk about your hunt so far. Did you hunt Friday morning or afternoon with him? I hunted Friday morning with Friday him. Friday morning. Yeah. So how have your hunts went so far up here? Uh, good. I mean, he's really impressed me. He's been, you know, first, second strike and all the rounds. And to be honest, I think every first line I've scored this whole weekend. Really? Hasn't got a second line. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, he's done what he's supposed to to get yeah. here. Yeah. Do you know, have you hunted with the other two dogs and that you're going to be up against tomorrow? I've not hunted with Dustin's dog. Last weekend, Kristen drove up to our sectional, and me and her drew each other Sunday afternoon, and so I've hunted with her dog, yes. Yeah, so you know a little bit about him. Yeah, he impressed me last Sunday afternoon. It was, I'll give her and him credit, it was hot for yeah. the first day of October. Uh, we went to a spot, three minutes weren't even up, and it was 80, 85 degrees. First three minutes weren't even up. Her dog jumped the rabbit, popped out right in front of us, and we ran it. So yeah. I do know that her dog has the hunt. Yeah. I'll give, yes. Well, I think we've got three excellent dogs, and I think it's going to be, uh, we should have a good hunt here in the finals. I'm excited for it to see it unfold and, and watch it unfold and everything. But the weather has turned. We went from hot here to really being pretty cool nice hunting weather right now mm -hmm. and, and it should make for a good uh a good final cast for sure but uh so he's four years old the other two dogs are younger this year we had five rounds in the world hunt and i would have not thought that maybe a four-year-old but got a couple two-year-olds and i've seen all three of them out here you guys just took a cast photo i'm asking you how is he holding up but all three of them look like this is nothing yeah he's surprised me because <clears throat> To be honest, this year I really have not had the time. I have a son now, and I've been spending a lot of time with him. And yeah. it's kind of put the dogs on the back burner a little bit. So coming in this weekend, he probably isn't up to where he normally is yeah. on conditioning. But he this last round, they him and Gus Gus ran hard, and he never, you know, backed down. Yeah. So what do you do? You, uh, what do you think your chances are up against the younger dogs? To half his age, actually, two year olds. <laughs> I'm not really sure, Alan. Yeah, that's probably kind of a dumb question. I guess a four year old, you're, you're probably the one to beat here. I would say, as far as age goes. Oh, don't jinx me, Alan. <laughs> yeah. So, well, hey, Chad, uh, you've had a great week here, and uh, and uh, good luck in the final with him tomorrow. And congratulations again on a good showing here, and and it ain't over yet. No, it's not, and I appreciate it. Looking forward to it in the morning, see how it turns out. Good luck to the other two. So there you go. There's all three of them. You've heard from all three of them moving on to uh, this was Saturday night now, and uh, and uh, you, you can't really imagine unless you've been there what it's, you know, <laughs> going to bed that night, and tomorrow morning you're going to, you know, one more cast, and uh, yeah. it's you and I probably can't imagine. I've never been in, in a no. situation like that. Yeah, I get nervous, and I'm just going to spectate it or, or what have you. So I can't imagine the butterflies that they're feeling. What a yeah. what an accomplishment just to make it there, and mm -hmm. then to know you have a shot at at being a world champion. That's got to be a that's got to be a great feeling. Yeah, I don't know how you. I don't know if you'd sleep or if you would. No, you know, no way. There's no way. They do, but uh, yeah. So, uh, but anyways, hey, before we go into uh, Sunday morning's final cast here, I want to talk about our youth uh, kids that we had there at the hunt. We had 15 kids show up handling dogs in the world hunt. 15. Yeah. You saw we called them up there on, on Friday morning there and got them up, got a photo of them. And you can see that photo, I think, on a Beagles of Field Facebook page maybe. And, and you'll see it in some of the publications as well. But 15 kids. Yeah. Awesome. And just, just what a great 15 kids they are. You can tell they've, they've been raised around the sport. They're real respectful and, and they're responsible. They come up, they got to take care of their, their, uh, their is it paperwork first, yep first strike first strike series, strike series yep. uh and they gotta come up and make sure that their points are tallied they're all their names and they're getting all their the reward or the, all their points for entering and and placing in events and 
yeah, they all did a great job. They weren't up there. Their parents weren't holding their hands, making them come up there. They were mm-hmm. up there and they were responsible and they were respectful to us. And yeah. just a great group of kids to be around. Yeah, for sure. And not just that. After the first round, five of those 15 won their cast. That's so they're not hunt, bad. They're hunting, they're hunting dogs <laughs> that they spend time with in the field. Absolutely. You know, they're not just getting somebody's ringer here. There are a lot of these dogs they're hunting are dogs that they've been hunting. Most of them have been hunting for a while spending a lot of time with them and uh, just like anybody else, you know, and, and having success even in the world hunt mm-hmm. and competing against uh, handlers a lot, uh, a lot more uh, uh, experienced, experienced yeah. than, than they are. But uh, doing, and some of these kids have been hunting a good little while too. Yeah. Uh, so I want to, I want to, the, the five that won their cast in round one, Emmett uh, Whipke from Pennsylvania. Uh, he won Eli Watson from Indiana, his buddy Achilles Morrison, also from Indiana. They both won their cast. Uh, Harley Swagger, the fourth, is a young boy from West Virginia. Harley Swagger's boy, uh, just a respectful young kid. He won his cast, too. Good for him. Yes, absolutely. I think it was Sting, maybe, that he hunted. Super Sting, or I, I think, well, I'm not sure. For, but that's the dog that he does hunt. And then Brock Butler, one of the winningest, uh, one of the winningest young youth handlers we've ever had from Michigan. All five of those guys won their cast. Yeah, congratulations. You'd, you'd never know that Brock was a youth if you just no. sat and talked to him just to yeah. got a bright future. Yep, sure does, for sure. So, mm-hmm. and the end of it, it was Eli Watson that made it the first. He made it through. He won his cast. He won two rounds with a dog named uh, Grand Hunting Beagle Champion 2, J.J. Opie Blue Past You, dog owned by J, or Joe Merritt of Indiana there. Uh, but he hunts Opie uh, quite a bit and has won with him quite a bit, but... Uh, he did. Uh, he he ended up drawing Kristen Bundy and Cooper there in round three, and that he lost to Cooper by twenty points actually. So, uh, but yeah. So he Eli Watson is a youth handler of the world championships. So congratulations run. to Eli. Great run. Yep, absolutely. So now that brings us to Sunday morning. Uh, uh, here again, I'm sure you were out there. You know, good crowd out there on Sunday morning that stayed again, like you mentioned, judges staying, helping out. Here's a bunch of folks still there for Sunday morning. Watch going out with the final cast. Hey, that was kind of cool for me. I, I'm not used to that in the Coonhound world. You know, you get some spectators at the trucks and what have you, mm-hmm. but um, being able to all go there and, and it's just kind of more of an intimate feel for someone. You can get out there, you can hear the dogs. They're kind of working around you and uh, just being able to watch them up there was, was pretty cool. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, and the weather was perfect that morning. It was kind of cool, overcast and everything. Just perfect weather, perfect morning, uh, just everything perfect for a world championship final cast like that. Uh, Randy Workman, again, guided the cast. Uh, We were there last year in 2022. He guided it there. We went back to the same spot. Nobody had hunted this place uh, uh, all weekend long, and it's a spot where they call Spectator Hill. Spectator Hill is where, as you saw it, you were there, it's kind of a, you probably describe it better than I can, but it's a, a place where uh, they allow the spectators to all go out there, and it's at a high point. You can hear and see a long ways from there. Yeah, and it's a beautiful backdrop, you know, watching the sun come up over the hills surrounding you, and we were watching deer deer feed on separate hillsides from up there. Yeah, it's kind of a, a kind of a nervous, excited in, energy up there. A lot of people up there, they have rooting interest, obviously. Their buddies are out there and people they've known for a long time, and you know, you were kind of uh, giving me some updates, and at first I was kind of uh, uh, giving them to everybody and letting them know, but everybody kind of started crowding out and getting nervous as time went on, and it was it was just a fun morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been that person up there on that, doing the play-by-play, and we did one. I was in the field this time with the cast and relaying things back to you, and you did a great job uh, posting all that play-by-play. But, uh, yeah, that was fun. It's always fun where you and I have, done a bunch of play-by-plays now throughout the last four or five years i guess yeah it's kind of different being on the other side of the play yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh but hey uh, we had Derek bowen from uh, west virginia as the lead judge on this final cast and Derek has has uh been hunting and been judging casts for a long time and here's another guy that you just kind of like Kristen, find me somebody that has anything ever to uh to criticize Derek on as far as his character his uh you know just uh just a good guy and a good judge too. Does things right. And then Braden Neely, who uh, was our guide coordinator throughout the whole weekend, uh, same thing there. Just a, a good young man, uh, helping, stepping up, and doing a whole lot and helping. He did a whole lot for this world hunt. I'm going to get to it here in just a little bit. But uh, we had those two guys judging this final cast. But uh, 
So as it turned out, you know, the first, I was out there on the first drop, uh, the dogs, uh, it took, I don't know, a couple of minutes, I think, before they, uh, before they got on the first track and it was a bad one. And all three of the dogs opened up a little bit and, uh, Bo, it was kind of one of those deals where, okay, the handlers have three minutes in beagles. They have three minutes where you have a grace period. You don't have to strike your dog in on the first turn loose. And all three dogs had already been opening up, but, uh, so it was kind of, they're kind of all, you know, handlers are kind of in a position now, hey, do I strike my dog or do I not? But when uh, Chad Smith finally struck Bo first, that was kind of a, for the other two, okay, now we're going to hold off. And you know what, it kind of went to pot there and ended up uh, no good and, and uh, ended up in a dead track. And Bo took, unfortunately, took a 100 minus by himself right out of the gate. So he kind of had to, that was kind of a setback for him starting out like that. But anyways, uh, uh, as it all turned out, you know, uh, he ended up actually did that one other time. It was just a tough morning. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was from our vantage point up there, and I don't know how it was down where you guys were in the thick of things, but it's re really windy. Yeah. Um, and I think again, just the weather turned a little bit, and I don't know. Just it, it, hey, it was not for lack of hunt from those dogs. I'm yeah. telling you, those three dogs hunted as hard. Each one of them hunted as hard as any pack of dogs i've seen in the world championship finals yeah. you know um it was just yeah just just not uh running just wasn't that great and we did see uh at least one baby rabbit that they scored on a one rabbit it was just a baby that was right there by the yeah, by us there yeah, at the trucks yeah, yeah. yeah. so that's kind of so uh hey it was Gigi ended up the winner and even down to the into the last uh you know five ten minutes it's not like cooper was out of it you know but uh uh, at the end of the day, Gigi was our winner, and she she earned it. She went out there and earned it and took it and was the best that day. I don't think anybody can deny that. There was no what ifs or or shoulda coulda shoulda woulda. You know, it was uh, that was it. You know, and and uh, but just uh, all in all, just a great hunt. Yeah, and you know, getting the getting the stuff back and it seemed like Gigi kind of even from the very beginning you had a really hot start and was able to hang on to it and just it was it yeah. was her day it was her day for sure you know and uh we mentioned brian hartram is or uh, uh brian hartram is the owner of gg he wasn't there at the hunt they had dusty hand on her but dusty went saturday night he drove back home and went and got brian and, and brought him out there so brian was up there on the hill and you probably got to see him i don't know what uh he was he was in and out and everywhere he wasn't standing <laughs> still i promise you i think he was a little a little nervous and he was uh he was moving around more than the dogs were, I think. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, so yeah, now we've got Gigi as our world champion and we uh, head back to the headquarters and everything. So one of the first things uh, we did, I sat down with Dusty and this time we brought Brian Hartram in again too. And just, uh, I think, Hey, for both of them, I think it just hadn't really sunk in. They were just kind of like kind of a loss for words really. But, uh, but uh, nevertheless, here is uh, Dusty and Brian and I after the win. Well, Dusty, you've done it. What are you, what are you thinking now? I'm speechless. Speechless. Yesterday we talked, you know, we didn't talk too long yesterday, you know, and, and uh, after you came back from that semifinals, and you talked pretty highly about the dog, and, man, she went out there, and she was, she was we didn't have the greatest running today, but she was the best dog out there. Yeah, no she, question. She did her job, went hunting, and found a rabbit. I mean, you can't ask for much more than that. Yeah, it was it was kind of tough, but they all the dogs hunted great, you know. That's good to see. And then, uh, yeah, that was that's probably what got it for you getting out there and, and did a great job. Knowing where to look for, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so also uh, uh, this morning, the owner Brian Hartram finally showed up. You, you, man, congratulations, Brian. Thanks. Where does Gigi come from? Um, well. I think back in April, shortly after the Nationals, um, and I hunted there at the house, I had hunted against Jerry Scott, and Gigi, she was putting a whooping on us, and uh, I ended up coming back and beating her, but it was because my dog had jumped a rabbit and had scored a line by itself, and Gigi was like 375 yards away in there and jumped her own, and we never had gotten their lines, the time had run out on her, and something just stuck in my head the rest of that night about that dog and the next morning i'd called jerry and uh asked him if uh Gigi would be um able to be bought and he says well he says 
Brian, I don't know. He said, Gigi's, she's just a UKC registered dog and she's not AKC. And I said, well, Jerry, that don't mean nothing to me. I said, would you sell her? And he said, well, yeah, but my, I don't sell, my, I don't want to sell her price. He told me and I, and he told me a price and I just said, sold. And I said, uh, and he, and he mumbled around. He said, well, okay then. And so <laughs> that's how I acquired her. Yeah. So have you, have you been hunting a lot? Uh, yeah. Right, um, a lot all the way up to yeah, here. My, yeah. She probably hasn't missed 10 days since yeah. I've had her. So how did you get hooked up with Dusty hunting her? Well, in the world hunt? I let Dusty Hunter at the McVeigh hunt because I was busy hunting other people's dogs. And uh, Dusty got mad at her because she wouldn't hunt for me. <laughs> and I said, Dusty, I said, she's a personable dog. I said, you got to love on her. And I said, and, and pet her. And I said, uh, and make friends with her. And I said, she'll, she'll do good for you. And uh, so Tom Ingram was actually going to bring her and hunt her. And because I'd made up my mind, I wasn't coming and, and just, I can't come, I can't go by myself anymore due to some health issues, sleeping issues and stuff. And so, uh, anyhow, Tom got sick and his mom had, uh, got sick and had to have some, uh, procedures done in the hospital. And Dusty, he said, you gonna let me take Gigi? And I said, Oh, I don't know. I said, I said, it don't matter. I said, she can just stay at home. And, uh, he said, I'll let me take her. I'm going anyways. And he said, and then I'll have two dogs. I said, just come get her and take her. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I've known Dusty since he's been a little boy. So um, he's more like a little brother to me yeah. than, than just a friend. Well, I'd say he did a, he did as good as he possibly could have. Couldn't have done any better. No, I don't believe I could have did it any better than he did. Well, so. five rounds, man. It, it's been, that's, that's, we've never had a world champion have to go five rounds you know it's always been four rounds but the number of dogs we had five rounds but she still looks like she's good to go again oh yeah <laughs> yeah so uh, has it has it sunk in on the ride back from the field here today back here to the headquarters sunk in a little bit and started to yeah a lot more than what it was before we started i can tell you that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well <laughs> hey guys i don't uh, i don't want to take up any more of your time but i uh, congratulations again nice dog earned it came here and flat earned it and we're up against some good dogs all week long i'm sure we talked about some of that yesterday but congratulations dusty and, and congratulations to you too brian yes thank you all right thank you alan all right so there you go there's our world champion uh uh gg but uh so for all the matchups and results, uh, we have them posted uh, round by round throughout the weekend of this world championship. And, and folks can find that on our uh, UKC website, actually on our Beagles forums, the easiest way to find them. Message boards there, they're all listed round by round, the matchups and the results. So, uh, But uh, before we wrap this up, uh, also you had a hand in this. You were you served as the hunt director for this uh, Beagle trial. It's only the second one you've ever been to, but <laughs> really your job was really... Yeah. Nothing, nothing you're not, uh, you can't handle. A couple return times and then doing some math. It was a little yeah. different. There's a lot more uh, fives and 15s and 20s than I'm used to. I'm used <laughs> yeah. to mostly just 50 increments of 50, but hey, it was fun. All yeah. the all the judges made it a point to bring back the cards and didn't have really hardly any issue. I think maybe one, uh, one, one question, question yeah. over the weekend. Maybe, I think we had two over the whole weekend, but yeah. And everything was real smooth. Everybody was yeah. really respectful, didn't have any any issues at all i enjoyed it yeah well, sure there. We, we enjoyed having you and, and uh, but anyways i want to also mention our partners and sponsors here before we uh uh make way here but ukanuba our official performance dog nutrition partner of ukc along with dog tree they're the official gps collar partner of ukc uh then our sponsors nightlight company mule hunting gear okie dog supply dogs are treed and our newest sponsor dan's hunting gear uh all sponsors here of the beagle world championship Another big sponsor that they had locally there that I want to mention is Iron Synergy. That's a local uh, coal uh, mining company uh, that supports and, and uh, sponsors a lot of the local sports there in Greene County. And in this case, they sponsored all the food that was, uh, that was, it was Mr. Dan Wagner and uh, culinary arts students of Greene County Career Center that came out and did all the food. They did the dinner on Thursday night that we talked about for everybody. And then they serve breakfast and lunches throughout the weekend each day at no charge to the hunters. And that was uh, in part by uh, 
or in full by Iron Synergy sponsors all that, paid for all that. Yeah, huge congratulations. What a you know, at first I think the awards were great. I don't I don't have anything to base it off of, but if you got in the top ten, which is a big deal here, um, everybody got something nice. The show winners got something nice. And then uh, talk about free food for the weekend for everybody that's still there. What a what an awesome thing to be able to give the folks who have earned the right to make it to the world finals. Yeah, and a lot of that, all that free food had everything to do with that coal mining company there. And it's good to see companies like that step up when they have a, something, a big event like this going on in their in their town like that. Uh, but here, just before, uh, you know, I'll also thank, again, thank the Waynesburg Beagle cl uh, Club. They were the host club there. Curtis Johnson, Pete Stone King, Jim Gallantine, uh, uh all their hard work and efforts prepping all those spots, keeping, you know, they mow a lot of pads and things like that so you can score lines and things like that. Just another great job. Um, and Randy Moore, man, I you know, he's called the office a lot all year long, kind of prepping for this. He was kind of their uh, their uh, their guy for working with United Kennel Club for this world hunt. A good job, Randy. Awesome job. Outstanding. Yeah, I talk, like you said, he calls in. He called in a lot in the past couple of years, getting you know, letting you know stuff, yep. staying in communication with you, and it was nice to be able to put a face with the name. And you're there at the event, and if you need something, he's going to get it. He's going to get someone to do it. He's always got his club members there, ready to help, put up tables, chairs, help us carry stuff around, and it he sure was, helps he, whenever the host club is doing things. He like was that. there when we got there. He was there when we left. Absolutely, you know. So, yep, and Randy Moore, thank you, Randy. And then another one I want to point out here, Braden Neely. I mentioned him. He helped judge that final cast, but there, he was our guide coordinator. First time I've really worked with him as far as a guide coordinator, but, man, he did an outstanding job. Yeah. Never had to wait on him or any on anything. Uh, you know what it is? Communication with his guys, and yeah. he did all that. And his guys were committed to it, and, and it showed an uh, awesome job, Braden. Yeah, sometimes at these major events, and you know, I mean, it's it's hard to put a lot of dogs in the woods. And sometimes your guide coordinator may get, you know, nervous. You know, it's – and I get nervous at major events putting yeah. a lot of dogs in the woods. And Braden stayed even kill. He never got worked up. And if he, if he needed a guide, he went and got one. And yeah. it was as simple as that. And here again, a younger guy too. You know, mm -hmm. I love seeing some of the younger guys step up like Braden and and uh, take just taking charge and, and, and then doing a great job like he did. So, hey, can't uh, – that's all good. Good stuff right there. And hey, we'd be remiss not to mention all everybody that did help guide for him, and even and also the hunting judges. Um, like I said, we had uh, one or two questions. I always say questions aren't always a bad thing, you know. If if uh, that's what the the procedures are, we do want to get it right, you know. So, uh, but uh, yeah, thank you to everybody. It was all in all, you know. I don't know uh, for me, good weekend, good fun, just a good world championship, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, yeah, so uh, hey, we're gonna we're going to wind on out of here for this episode. But uh, finally, just want to congratulate our world champions again, Mike Higby with his Angel Dog winning the world show, and congratulations to Dusty Irwin and Brian Hartram with GD. Thanks for listening to the UKC Hunting Ops podcast. Be sure to give us a follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on new episodes.